We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Adam Monroe, he is the journeyman when it comes to covering the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's done it for decades now, and he's a super friend of the show. And he is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, Tim, I guess the only thing that can stop Ohio State is a bye week. That sounds about right. Meanwhile, you ought to see my golf game. I'm I'm on a golf course right now. Oh, look I'm, at you. Got my jacket pulled up. Got my jacket pulled up over the over my head so the wind won't be affecting you. I'm in the process of shooting one of my worst rounds in thirty years. Oh, I'm but so you sorry. You know what? I'm I'm intrepid. Yes, you are. All right. So uh, what course are you playing at in central Ohio right now? I, I'm intrepid. I'm also in the rough. Uh, we're playing Bit Tree up there, uh, you okay. know, north of Polaris, yep. up there by Sunbury, or up here by Sunbury. What am I talking about? Third person. I feel like third person. I feel like somebody else is playing golf in my body, and this person just showed up at the driving range trying to get some lessons. Unbelievable. All those years of trying to write, and then you could not perfect your golf game. And I can't imagine. I, I'm surprised you didn't go on tour. I'll be honest with you. You know why? Because hmm. every swing is a new swing. Every swing doesn't matter what you did. It's what are you going to do? Kind of like Ohio State. Kind of like what Ryan Day. Notice how I dovetailed that in there. Kind of like what Ryan Day is trying to trying to tell his team right now. Is it six and zero? But who cares? The toughest part of the schedule is in front of you. It's so weird, Tim. Like, I, and I don't know if I brought this up before, but I listen to Ryan Day, and as much as sometimes we listen to coaches, and it sounds like they're not giving us information. I love the fact that he, it feels like he does give us information after the game. I mean, CJ had what six touchdown passes last week? Was it six? Is that right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it just—he's yeah. getting better every week. And when I listen to Ryan, Ryan—I mean, he's got these games where they're absolutely blowing teams out, but yet is completely honest when it comes to the warts on this team. I don't know. Your just your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, because it's it's interesting because he even made this point last week. Uh, you know. When you when you win forty nine to twenty, you've had a good day. You know what I mean, right? Or whatever the score was in that game, you scored seven touchdowns. Your your quarterback became the first the first in Big Ten history and thus school history to have at least three to have three six touchdown passing games. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. became the first player in Ohio State history and I think Big Ten maybe to have three three. Uh, three or more touchdown receiving days. I mean, that's crazy uh, for a career. And, and like uh, Ryan said, you know, you, you kind of you get a little peeved when people nitpick. But as he said, as soon as they get to the video on Sunday, that's what they're going to be doing, you know? Right. And, uh, and that's what's funny. I wrote about this, I think, last Sunday after the game. Um, this team can be better. This offense can be better. I mean, they haven't played with Jackson Smith and Jigba yet for, well, for a whole game because obviously he left about halfway through the Notre Dame game, played a few plays against Toledo, and probably came back too early. And uh, but there's just an example. Saturday they didn't have their their star from the previous week rushing, Mayan Williams, uh, basically dealing with a a knee bump. I think he's going to be okay, the way I was told. But uh, they left him at home, and so everybody wrote their 
big stories on Friday about Mayan Williams, you know, and then find out he didn't even make the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because they do keep that pretty tight, uh, that information. Uh, but then you had Travion Henderson back, and boy, did he look, you know, he lit the world on fire first half, and then first hit of the second half, got hit him right on the, you know, right on that upper thigh area of his right side. He kind of goes down and gets up and limps off. He could have come back, probably, they said, but why well, push it? But then you got this freshman, Dallin Hayden, stepping up. I, I've told everybody on the radio show I'm on pregame, you know, watch out for Dallin Hayden because I think he might get some time today. And, you know, this is a guy who's really, as a freshman, has really come on the appearances he's had. And so they, they're building depth all the time while they're waiting for a couple of guys to get, you know, to all get healthy at the same time. But, you know, Mecca Egbuka is one of the elite receivers in the country right now, along with Marvin Harrison Jr. And lo and behold, as I wrote a week ago, uh, so that's Julian Fleming. Meaning, wow, right. this is the guy you've been waiting to see for three years. And then, of course, you know, Kate Stover, blah, 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 around down the line of the guys that have contributed. But it's remarkable. And the offensive line is playing at an extremely high level. All that said, and as Ryan will tell you, their toughest opponents are yet to come. Yeah, here's the other thing, too. Like, I can't I, – you've seen a lot of Ohio State games. I've seen a lot of Ohio State games, too. And the, this – if you look back historically, the the thought of blowing out of Wisconsin, the thought of blowing out a Michigan State, consistently is just almost just mind boggling to me. But the stat that keeps coming back to me on Ohio State, twenty eight of twenty eight in the red zone, twenty eight yeah. and twenty six of those are touchdowns. That, that that's like a video game, Tim. That's not real. Yeah. Well, as I as I said uh, after that game on Saturday. The way C.J. Stroud was 21 out of 26, I think. One of them was a pick six, the first pick six of his college career. Yep. You know, he stood there for a second because he couldn't believe it either. He and Emeka Ibuka for the, one of the few times this year were not on the same page. Actually, I think Emeka Ibuka read that play right because he broke just down the field and there was no safety there. I mean, it could have been a touchdown. Instead, it was a pick six the other way. Uh, as, as I said, you know, uh, the uh, at one point uh, – uh, uh, C.J. Stroud had five touchdown passes, um, four to his team and one to the other team, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is it was like watching practice, fellas. I yeah. mean, it's hard to believe that C.J. Stroud, well, except for the pick six, and he's been picked in practice too, but except for the pick six, it's hard to believe he's ever been better in, you know, much better than that in practice. That's how it looked. Now, teams are going to scheme. They're going to come up with ways, but – where do you start when it when you when you try to stop this team? The only thing you can do, you've really got to sell out to come up the gut, you know, up the middle uh, every other time or something, and uh, just try to throw him off his game. But he's proved quite adept now, as as Ryan Day said the other day when we we're talking to him. Uh, the one thing definitely you can see this better than last year is the ability to move. I mean, he moves much more fluid. Uh, he seems to sense things much quicker and gets out of harm's way, gets on the edge, and then he still then he. Still cuts your heart out. Yeah, I just you know he threw the pick six, and it was just like I, I think that was one of the moments last week where I'm like, this kid's getting better by the week because he's he, he like the maturity is what you see. It's not like I didn't think he was immature last year, but his ability yeah. to shake that off and like forget about that really quick and have a short memory on that pick six, I thought because uh, I was looking forward to watching the next series for him and wondering, huh, I wonder what he's going to look like now that he's had a little adversity. Yeah. And the thing about the thing that stands out about him, if you and you guys are really into football, what the hell, right? Right. Uh, Only a little. Try his to. His ability. It, well, you know what I'm saying now. His ability to see almost what you're seeing from the press box or from the TV screen, 
and as far as what's out going on in the secondary coverage wise and things is is uncanny and you saw Justin Fields struggling with that last week I mean last night you know what I mean and uh, you've seen some other guys struggle with that but CJ just seems to be looking at it from an elevated position and uh you know eight times out of nine he's pretty much going to the right guy the guy who's open you know and uh and uh and playing from there is the wind getting bad on the speaker here no you're, you're perfect good. dude you're no good. worries okay Tim May, Letterman Rowe, joining us on another Thumbstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Yes, sir? I was going to say, I just finished that point. (laughs) (laughs) And stop. Yeah. All right, Tim. Next point. (laughs) On this being the bye week, you, of course, being on the golf course, you were the perfect guy to ask this question to. Why should everybody here look at their significant others and say this is not the weekend that we should go apple picking or pumpkin picking? Uh, this is the weekend where you don't even have that conversation. You just go and uh, plunk, plunk your butt right down in your favorite chair in your man cave, uh, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, because I, I was saying earlier this morning to somebody else, I mean, the problem tomorrow is it's Michigan and Penn State at Michigan and then Alabama at Tennessee consecutively <laughs> and uh so that takes seven and a half hours out of any apple picking or whatever now you could be a really good trooper and get up early and go apple picking or uh pumpkin picking or pumpkin pumpkin plucking uh, it's gonna be crispy out there but uh but then you'll miss those pregame shows <laughs> i get to see herb go back to the big house for what is it the second time in three weeks or something yeah, like that you know i you know i do that urban steak with him every wednesday uh, we, we, uh, whatever we were talking about that. I mean, uh, matter of fact, the first time you we went back, I said, now you're going to take some pills in case you start breaking out or, you know, get hives or whatever. He started laughing, but, but like he said, this is the last week of that. And now it looks like it's going to be more Ohio. I'm sure they're going to be at Ohio state, Iowa next week. Cause that's going to be a, a noon game. And then, uh, the next week they're going to be at Penn state, Ohio state, Penn state. So is now it's turning the ship is turning back toward Ohio state for him. I, you know, when teams are hot, I like to watch them play every week. I, I, is it bad that they're not playing tomorrow? I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm sure it's not, but no. Okay. No. Uh, Paul Spahn, Moose was hitting the ball there. They want to talk to his oh. backswing. You're a good man. Oh man, brilliant shot, Moose. Uh, he did. He put it right like six feet from the from the hole. Uh, oh, I thought that was reverse moves. psychology no, to try to take the hole from him. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not hitting. I'm I'm just talking. That's my best. I should have been a golf analyst, not a golfer. <laughs> I could get Moose to slow down here. No, I'm just messing with you, Moose. Uh, bottom line is, is like Ryan. Ryan put it best. You know, the buy came when the buy came, right? And number two, when you when you think about it, both of your running backs have missed games now because it gets banged up, and you'd really like to have Jackson Smith and Jigbo ready. For the last six games of the regular season, uh, I, and a couple other guys are banged up. Obviously, uh, you no, it's a perfect time as far as getting guys perhaps healthier. I'm not sure anybody gets 100 percent at this point in the season. Hmm. All right, is Moose standing next to you or no? No, he just got out to go put in his uh, birdie. Oh, he did. I was going to have you put him on the phone because I wanted to find out truly what what kind of well, offer you are, but. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Moose would be honest with you, so it's good. He's walking away from me as we speak. He's now about 30 yards from me. 
Honesty is such a bad characteristic in some people. All right, so I can't ask you for a prediction for Ohio State tomorrow. So I'll just say, uh, what about Browns? I'll tell you who I like tomorrow. Who do you like? I like, who do you Tennessee, like? Tomorrow. I like Tennessee over Alabama tomorrow. Oh, you do? Ooh. And, and I, I, I think Michigan holds sway against Penn State. I know Urban, when Urban was talking about, it, he thinks Michigan is the slightly better team in that regard. Penn State, though, he's been a trigger. Penn State since they went to Auburn and really kicked Auburn's butt at Auburn. And, yeah, you, you know, it's Auburn. They have their own problems, right? But right. that's SEC kind of players. And uh, um, Penn State looked like the faster team. So, but, uh, but I don't know. I think, you know, it's a, that's, a real, that's a real major game in the Big Ten East, obviously. Because theoretically, you know, these teams could finish. Uh, I think they could finish. They could all finish 8-1 uh, and one in the, you know, in the league. If, if things fell a certain way, uh, I'm talking about eight and one, you know, in the big 10. And I, I, I think the tiebreaker is the highest rated in the college football playoff championship uh, rankings uh, going that Sunday, uh, going toward the big 10 championship game. I may be wrong about that, but I think that's what, when they're totally tied, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. One beats one, one beats one, one beats one. Right. But, uh, but the bottom line is a big, it's a big, it's a big weekend, definitely in the sec and a big weekend in the big 10 East for sure. All right, Tim May, we got to let you go. Please tell Moose I said hello, and uh, he's the greatest. Hit him for- straight, brother. I will. And uh, what'd you say? You, you've seen better. What'd you say about Moose? I said he was the greatest. Don't ever, don't, oh, okay. uh, don't mess I mis- that up. I misheard that. Yes. Must have gotten caught in the wind. Hey, you guys have a good time. Do y'all have an off week this week, or how can you tell? Uh, well, it depends. Can we stop the run? Play Patriots this week. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. You know this, and not before I go. Hmm? The Browns. Could be undefeated, but that's what Scott Frost used to say. <laughs> to quote a good man, go. if ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. We're good. All well, right, Tim. If if if, oh. if, 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 uh, if what is it? If, if 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 and butts were roads with ruts, we'd all have a bumpy ride. <laughs> Goodbye, Tim. See you guys. See, See you, Tim May, the greatest writer in the history of. College sports uh, now writes for Letterman Row, and he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.